This presentation is from UX Australia 2016, held in Melbourne. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. My name is Warwick Bracken and I'm a digital consultant from Oakton. What is a digital consultant? Sometimes I wonder. Hands up if you're a consultant for any organisation. So there seems to be about half the room is consultants. Does that mean everyone else is sort of an in-house designer? In-house? Probably more in-house designers. So there's a, a grass is greener effect, I think. Some people want to be in-house. They get all the money. They get long projects. And some people want to be consultants. They get short projects. They get quick wins. They get a lot of variety in their work. Well, I'm a consultant. I've been a consultant for 10 years. But I do run into a lot of problems as a consultant, especially when I'm dealing with uh, design and user experience projects and strategy, pardon me, strategy projects. Um, so I need tools, tools to engage my stakeholders. And that's what I'm going to talk about today, one in particular. Um, so if you're a consultant, you're probably familiar with this kind of scenario. You get thrown into a, a big ocean at a big client somewhere. Um, that's me deep diving. Uh, you'll have some marketing people who are consumed by their little world and some finance people consumed with their world and of course the IT guys sitting over there listening to their music, not listening to anyone. Um, and you know, as a consultant you've got to come in, you've got to make sense of all this situation very quickly. So it's good to have some tools up your sleeve and I'm going to run through one of these now. And what I really need to know is uh, you know, what's the current state of engagement with the client to its users for the particular journey we're looking at? What are its strengths and weaknesses? How can we measure success, which is vital, of course? Uh, business processes and interactions. Who's responsible for what? It may be the most key. Um, and is everyone on the same page? So who went to Andy Pellane's uh, workshop on Tuesday about, um, uh, what's it called? Um, blueprint, service design, blueprinting, right? Well, this is a simplified version of that. So you'll probably be able to tell me where I've gone wrong after this session, but this is a little technique I've used at a few uh, businesses around Melbourne, and I'm going to step you through it now. It's very visual, so I need to make sure I don't fall off the stage as I point to things, okay? So hopefully you can use this technique yourselves or something similar, a variation of it when you deal with uh, your clients, and it'll give you an understanding of their environment. So here we have a user journey map. It's a very simplified user journey map for a client I'm working with, Monash University, of their open day. We have a user, a persona, basic persona. They go on a journey through initial contact and online planning, some commuting to the university, navigating around the campus. Perhaps they had some problems navigating around the campus. It took them longer to walk around to places, so they missed a session here or there. And their anxiety peaked at some point. So we've got an anxiety graph here in the background. Eventually, they, they get into their sessions at Open Day, and they learn about engineering, and they're really excited about their career. And we send them some follow-up emails afterwards. So that's sort of the general user journey. Typically, this would be a lot more detailed as you, as you flesh it out. Now, the idea behind the service blueprint, or as I call it, engagement mapping, is to try and get a feel for all the different touch points uh, that the um, user will experience on their journey. So it's not a very uh, technically challenging thing to do here. We really just put down all the channels we can think of in a grid underneath our journey, right? So we have, we have our websites and our marketing campaigns, social awareness, apps. Face-to-face, um, -face, at open days especially important. Um, what, what are we doing with Wi-Fi, physical signage, even Pokemon Go was used at the Monash University. And of course, SMS sent out to students as well. So we form out our uh, engagement grid, 
And then the next step is where we start talking to uh, SMEs. We've probably already engaged with the SMEs throughout this process to get an understanding of the journey and hopefully some users as well. And over that time, we'll start to formulate an idea ourselves in our own mind of where the strengths and weaknesses are in this organization. So we can see that we're doing a lot of good stuff in the web and we're doing a lot of good stuff with email marketing campaign software in the lead up to try and attract users. But then we're really sort of letting them down from a digital perspective once they get onto the campus. And then again, we're hitting them with more uh, emails and SMSs and things as they, as they roll off. Now, what this shows us immediately is there's a lot of white spaces here. And if you've got white spaces, you know you've got areas where you can improve. So we have essentially a maturity model here, right? An engagement maturity model. And what we want to do is address all these white holes, especially if you've got a white column, which is completely white, where you can see this poor user who's commuting to the university has no way of finding out whether the parking is full or whether the traffic's bad or anything like that. So there's immediate solution or problem to solve here. And we've got a horizontal problem here where there's no apps. That may not be a, that just might be a business decision, may not be a problem. So where do we go from that? So then we can start filling in all of these boxes in great detail. I'm sure the, the people that did Annie Pauline's workshop will have gone into a similar construct here where you go into each of these sections and start adding in all the information you know. So each one of these squares could potentially be a wall of information itself. I've got a highly simplified version of it here. And you can see that I've just come up with a few ideas like communicating traffic warnings and things via, um, via social media or um, you know, showing parking on the map, for example. Why aren't we doing that? So we take these ideas. We can use this as an, as an ideation tool, but uh, we need to learn a bit more about it still. So we keep extrapolating this out and we start to talk about, okay, now what platform is running these kinds of systems, right? So we've got some CMS, whatever it is, Squiz Matrix, I think it is for Monash. Um, there's some email marketing tools, Salesforce and Marketo that they use. Um, they've got an Oracle Wi-Fi system. Uh, Nintendo runs the, the Pokemon Go and Marketo for the SMS. And then perhaps most importantly over here on the right, we've got our analytics column. And this is really important for our uh, KPIs and uh, how do we measure success, right? So how do we actually know that any of these channels are actually doing any good? So we can immediately say, okay, we've got Google Analytics on our website. Marketo and Salesforce have their own thing. Some of these have question marks in them. There's going to be a lot of question marks as a consultant, right? We need to fill these in. How can we measure the success of a face-to-face -face interaction? How can we measure the success of physical signage? We don't really know unless we're interviewing the users, I suspect. And then we can see on the right here that we can show whether that data is self-aware. So is Google Analytics playing with Marketo? Are, they, are we able to dig in and find reports that give us a better indication of the, the outcomes of those campaigns? And the next step is then to figure out who in the zoo we need to talk to to make corrections. So here we have uh, the digital channel. We might be responsible for the website and the apps. We have marketing, which is generally responsible for a whole lot of stuff. In this particular case, we've got uh, services running uh, the face-to-face uh, -face people, ambassadors at the university, and uh, obviously setting up signs and things. And then there's operations which runs the Wi-Fi, which is a big possibility for us. So now we've got a situation where we can get everyone in the organization on the same page with the same diagram. We can send this chart out, whether, however accurate it is. It doesn't have to be perfectly accurate, as long as it starts that communication with all these channels. Right? So now we can get all these people in the room. 
which is incredibly difficult to do, of course. But at least we can start having conversations, right, and, make, and saying, hey, we've drawn up this map. Do you think this is accurate? And if you're marketing, they might say, oh, well, yeah, okay. Yes or no, it doesn't really matter, does it? But as long as we're getting more information, having the conversation. Plus, it then gives us, puts us on the same page and allows us to start working towards creating a much better experience for the, for the student on campus and bringing that anxiety level down to clear our navigation. And then what? Okay, so we've got our engagement map. How do we, where do we go from here? Well, we can also use this as a digital roadmap or a strategy piece, right? So now I can say, well, what are we gonna do for the future? Obviously, there's some white holes in there, but what are we gonna do when we start trying to implement uh, kiosks and virtual reality uh, and drones, right? So we just add as many different channels as we want to our engagement map and see whereabouts in that grid for this particular journey, we can start adding value to that journey. And then again, who's gonna run it? So in summary, what I hope we have delivered is a way to visualize a quite complex situation, bring everyone on the same page and get those conversations started so that you can, uh, so you can have some success with your stakeholders. Uh, and that's all from me. Thank you very much for your time. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from UX Australia 2016. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.